to me enough is enough They just wanna hurt us Bring us down Bring us down Enough is enough We won't let them hurt us Bring us down Bring us down Enough is enough. Hey guys, welcome back to the Indie Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies. And oh my god, are you like hanging out with me too much because like the fingers are going off? I feel like... I don't know. Is my Italian ways going off to you right now? I, I, I really think it's just the feeling and the vibe that's already <laughs> in the room. Yeah. Happy, 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 happy. Anyway, welcome. You know what I mean? <laughs> welcome, my uh, guest, Duncan Aleem. What's up? I don't. Hello, Duncan you... Aleem from H two O, H two O Faith. Yes. Biggest douchebag in the room. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on. If you guys are not familiar with him, it's all about H2O love from here. So it's great. we got a crazy weekend. We're going to catch up on all that fun stuff. So, uh, yeah. So if you guys have any questions, drop them into the chat. I'm sure Duncan will be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Again, if you guys are new here, hit that like and subscribe button for me and share it. Well, that fun stuff. But yeah, so everything, again, if you're new to the, uh, the Under the Rope series here, I interview everything independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees behind the stage. I got you covered. All right. So we're going to start this interview off like I started off with everybody else since, uh, you know, you're new to the channel here. So how did you get into professional wrestling? Professional wrestling, like when um, you talk, you mean like when I first started watching? wrestling? Yeah, like when you started watching wrestling and then what made you get into like becoming a wrestler? Well, when I first started watching wrestling, you know, I'm not that old. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know super old like preacher old you oh know, but mad i i started watching wrestling around 2010 mm -hmm. and, and uh because i was think i was around nine or ten at that time and uh i think that when i was watching scrolling through the channels one day i just happened to just to see a square ring a square circle uh you know what i mean ring ropes and everything and i see two men fighting in the ring and i just fell in love i liked it, it I didn't fall in love with wrestling at first. I liked wrestling at first. What made me fall in love with wrestling is, you know, actually um, being around my friends and then getting to watch my first pay-per-view and The Rock. 
Right. Nice. Nice. It's funny because I saw somebody write into the chat. Hey, God, I want to get you in here. Uh, Duncan, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Well, obviously, he just answered that. So, <laughs> so. I love rock. Yeah. So how did you, like, decide that you wanted to go train at H2O? Um, I can say this. Uh, there's a couple dudes that I'm pretty sure you know. Um, I can say I found out about H2O from Ross and Bradley. You know them? Mm-hmm. Those guys. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Big dudes. Big dudes. And I've met them before they started training at H2O. Mm-hmm. And then when they started training at H2O, you know, they was keeping us in the loop. And it was like, you guys should come train. You know, they stayed on us. And then one day, one of my buddies, Dom, and, you know, my other buddy, Rocket, we just decided to go train together and we i think it was around june and then ever since we already already knew about matt from ross and bradley so we decided to go there with them wow so you guys um, know ross and bradley he's been on they both been on the channel so you can check out those interviews too so how awesome is that and here we are (laughs) here we are uh you're going to in and out a little bit just so you know just in case with your internet so it's cutting it's off just, a little I'm bit. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see Is how that, that works. Yeah, because it was like going out and out All a little right, bit. Is it better? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's good. We'll we'll see how we'll. I'm sorry. Is, is, is it better? <laughs> no, you're you're all right. You're fine. All right. So, all right. okay. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go back to some of these questions. So, like, I like to. Clearly, I've seen you. Uh, if you guys have watched like indie talks episodes, you'll see Duncan. Like, he's been in the background. We've done like little backstage stuff. So you're a little familiar. But if you're not familiar, that's okay. We're gonna learn about him. Uh, so for in your opinion, obviously, I've seen you wrestle numerous times. But for the fan that's watching this podcast, never saw you before, what is the go-to match that they should go check out? Um, uh, I just started wrestling, so I haven't had many matches. Mm-hmm. But I think that I would say that the go-to matches is um, my match at Hustle Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the 16-man student tournament mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for the Hustle Cup before uh, the death match extravaganza? I mean, um. I'm sorry. I'm getting all messed, messed up. Uh, <laughs> the uh, 31st show, mm-hmm. Destiny. Yes. But before that, you can go check that four-way out. That was pretty good. Um, another thing, if you want to check out, you can check out my match with Frankie I just had at uh, H2O Underrated. You can check that one out. And um, and if you go into the AC show on Sunday, <laughs> I just found out you can come check that out as I fight B-Boy, whoever that is. <laughs> gonna be good it's gonna be good Leroy and uh, Ryan Redfield mm-hmm. so this is gonna be good so if you guys are going to be uh, in Atlantic City definitely go check that out this Sunday 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 you and Ryan Redfield have great chemistry together in the ring um, you know I was there for undiscovered 50 you guys had the 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 match um, oh my god I just went freaking playing <laughs> <laughs> the lumberjack match. thank you like i was like oh my god like why am i like <laughs> but yeah so this was this was such a fun um match and to see everybody and of course you guys like freaking dove on me because i swear it's one of those things h2o anybody related to h2o is coming diving at me i hate you guys so much for it but <laughs> being as close to the ring as you is 
you will be right in front and you like to be close to the action. I, so I do. To the action, you got to take the consequences. <laughs> you know what? I think I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out why you guys like dive at me so much is because some people just don't know how to catch you guys. So I'm like the mama bear over <laughs> there. to catch us. How about that? You're going to catch us. I'm going to catch them because you guys are like all my kids. So uh, pretty much I'll, I'll catch you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys have like great chemistry. Got Like you guys had been in matches numerous times, you know, and here it is this Sunday. If you guys haven't seen the chemistry between these two, you know, you're definitely going to see it this weekend. Um, so it's not going to be live, unfortunately, this Sunday, but it will air at a later date. I'm not sure. Do you know when it was going to draw? It's believe that someone told me i heard through the grapevine so you can't i'm not going it's not the honest answer but it's the answer i have it will be uploaded next week i heard okay I'm not sure okay but okay. i can't completely sure but i was heard from somebody that it's a possibility that'll be up next week okay awesome awesome i see all your peeps in the chat what's going on i saw captain dave and mike uh, mike says duncan that's my asshole boy <laughs> Hey, Mike, don't do that, man. Not on this podcast. Don't do that, dude. <laughs> Might start shooting on you. Uh, Dave Russell says, hi. Louis Jr., what's going on? He goes, any dream matches, brother? Any dream matches? Yeah. I want to fight Chris Saban. You know I want to fight Matt Tremont. I'll be down to fight Nick Gage. I'll be down to fight Jordan Oliver. I'll be down to fight Marcus one more time because he owes me some money. I need you to go and tell these people I need to start a GoFundMe or something to get money to get my sunglasses back because he broke them and he's running from me. Every time I ask him about that money, Tiffany, he acts like I'm not even a person. He acts like I don't even exist when I talk about money with him. So you know the, what? I want another shot at him. The disrespect. The, the disrespect. The, and I don't even know why. Does I Do I look like a person? That takes disrespect. I guess I do. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on with that pretty much. So I don't know. I, I hope you get your money back for your glasses. You know, like, but you know. But let's talk about somebody else uh, who's probably like on your list as well. Um, let's talk about Frankie Picard. Uh, you know, you had your match at underrated. Unfortunately, you broke your nose. And then, you know, you got to have your revenge, but not really in a way. Frankie walked out. Like, what are think, what are your thoughts about this? I'm sorry. I mean, it, it kind of took a turn. Every time someone brings up Frankie, you know, I don't I don't know how to feel. But I do know that I, I know I punched that man in his face. I smacked him with a chair, and he couldn't even get up and – Give me the same decency and the same respect to fight me like a man in front of all the people. And, you know, what he doesn't realize, and he thought he was looking out for me, but actually he was disrespecting me. Why do you think that if I hit you, I don't want you to fight me back? And I'm in front of like 20, 30 people that I want to sit there and beat on a defenseless, old, dumb, you know, not very smart. You know what I mean? Has a lot of kids. An old man, basically. I wouldn't want to beat on an old man if he's not fighting me back. You know, I, I like to be a bad guy, but, I mean, I'm not horrible. I'm never going to fight somebody I don't want to fight back. That's why I walked out, because I was disgusted. 
Yeah. And I'm disgusted right now. I'm not going to lie, but if I ever see him again, hopefully he comes at me with a different attitude so I can leave it at. Do you think that there's like the possibility of like a finish with this that you guys can get back into the ring and settle the score? It, it really depends on if Frankie has the boss and the, uh, the testicular fortitude to actually fight back and get in the ring and actually give me a match that I want. If he can do that, if he cannot be a bitch, then maybe we can have the second match. It's really all on Frankie. I talked to Matt already, and he told me that it's up to Frankie if he wants the second fight. So I'm putting it in your ball. I'm giving the ball in your court. If you want the second fight, Frankie, all you got to do is accept it and actually fight back like a man. But it's up to you, Frankie. If you don't want to fight back, then, I mean, that's all. I can't do nothing about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mike wants me to ask you if you still wear that dashing Cody mask. Uh, of course I do. Uh-oh. See, it's right here. <laughs> and we lost them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody. <laughs> oh, God. What happened? <laughs> oh, my. That's... Oh my oh, goodness! Sorry, we just me. we can't we can't take you anywhere. Do not call. Talking right now. <laughs> you hear me? I'm back. I hear you. I hear I'm you. I'm so sorry. I'm a busy person. People keep calling me. I don't know what to do, Tim. <laughs> You're supposed to put her on do not disturb. <laughs> Do I do, do I do that? Do I put airplane mode? Would it turn it off? If you do airplane mode, you're really gonna lose me. <laughs> okay. Don't touch anything. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can find a do not to disturb. <laughs> He's gonna what knock himself out on this interview. I don't even know where to find it. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Ho hopefully, that. hopefully, a person will call back. <laughs> it happened during Alec Price too. He got a phone call during the pod. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. So, hi Dawn. She's laughing in the chat. Hi Conrad. Everything pro wrestling. Give him some love. If you're gonna watch AEW tonight and you want some great AEW talk, go into his chat tonight. Uh, so Mike says, doesn't do wonders for your face. That's why the pick went out. Damn. What did Mike say? He said, doesn't do wonders for your face. That's why the pick went out. Well, tell Mike that he needs to shut the hell up because I can smell his ass from here. Damn. All right. Let's let's move on because I want to talk about this with you. You know, most recently we saw Jeff Cannonball. He turned on Mitch. I mean, it kind of <laughs> shocked the world pretty much. Um, and then the last show, we got to see that you came out with Jeff. Uh, you know, so, like, tell us a little bit about this. Like, how did this come about you and Jeff and like what are we going to see is this a continuous thing that we're going to see you coming with Jeff listen let me tell you something I was there when Jeff Cannonball grew some balls grew some testicles and told Mitch exactly what he needed to hear that it's because of him that they've been losing and truthfully if you watch the match back he didn't say anything that was wrong Mitch does like to play around I mean Tiffany, you got to be honest. When he jumps in the air and make those weird noises, don't you think that that's a little too much? Uh. I mean, I don't know. But then after he said that, I found him in. The, I found him backstage. I talked to him. I hit him up. And he understood. I told him I understood where he was coming from. 
And I had the same problem just like that at one point in my life. And I told Jeff that I'm proud of him. He inspires me. And what he did, I absolutely loved. And I think that he and other people should take after him and be more honest with the people they love so they can get better. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people do that. And Jeff did do that. So then I told him that. And then two minds, great minds think alike. And then he asked me to be a social media liaison. And I think that me and him are going to have an even better relationship than he had with Mitch because we think alike. Okay. So, like, is this, like, a future of, like, are you going to tag with him? Or are you just going to be coming out, like, watching his back, be a social guy? Like, Basically, I'm going to be his right-hand man. Whatever he needs, I'm there. That's the only answer I can give you. Okay. Okay. This is why you guys have to stay tuned and, you know, we're going to see where this where this leads, you know? So, all right. So you brought up Destiny. And anybody from H2, any students that come on to this podcast, I like to talk about with them because, you know, everybody's got different thought process with it. Um, so I'd love to know, like, you know, last Travaganza, all you guys, you got to watch Matt retire, you know, a year later, he comes back out, you know, so let's talk about a little bit your experience. How is that for you to watch Matt retire, you know, in those in that moment? And then we can come back to the, you know, now a year later, and now he's back and he's wrestling everybody. Uh, I mean, I can remember that day like it was yesterday. I mean, it was so many people in the tiny warehouse. I mean, <laughs> do you remember how many people was there? Yeah, it was crazy. I was watching from home, uh, but like just to watch it from home and see how crazy packed it was. On pack, beyond yeah. pack. I mean. I was basically pressed up against the wall mm -hmm. the whole night because it was so many people. I could barely move. Yeah. But um, I remember before the show when it wasn't ass packed. Mm -hmm. you no, know, um, I barely got to see Matt. And he was telling us about how retiring is a big deal. And he was doing it for a purpose and he was doing it for a reason. And I'm not going to lie. At the time, I didn't understand why he was retiring because he's not very old yet. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get it. But then I watched that, you know, amazing, amazing match. And I just, I love when Matt wrestles because he makes me feel and he makes you understand what he's doing in there. And then he has purpose in what he do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can just tell that he's a different type of dude when he gets in there and he puts on a, the type of performance that, you know, is more captivating and, and more, you know, emotional, emotionally driven. So to the point where it feels good to watch him and then you can then you can feel happiness, you feel sadness. I mean, I felt all types of things. And his match with Ricky was brutal and it was bloody. And at one point I thought Chrissy was gonna get beat down at one point. So it was I was going through a lot. Uh but I couldn't really help. I could only watch and it's, it's a weird feeling when you see your trainer who you have so much respect for. I mean, I can say I respect Matt almost to a level up there I can as an actual parent because you know I have that respect and love and admiration for him. Mm -hmm. So that whole experience was very emotional for everybody backstage and and it was sad. I mean right. especially when he retired and after he retired, I mean he was happy. Yeah. But you know, you get that itch in your bones and then at some point you're gonna wanna start wrestling again. Yeah. Especially when you're around it as much as he is. Yeah. So and now he's back. 
now, now he's, he's back. back uh like he's having all these like banger matches and even to like watch with him with his students because anybody that comes on this podcast they're like i want to wrestle matt i want to wrestle matt it's like you know the dream for you guys i got really excited for you guys um you know working under him training under him and then it's like okay he's back so like it's gonna happen you know like that you guys are all gonna eventually like work matt and a bunch of students already have uh within the last couple of months you know uh between jess and uh kennedy copeland and you know like it just keeps going and going and going the list so uh you know are you ready for the time for that yes i can already tell it matt he's the type of wrestler that i want to be and he already comes with that energy so i want to feel that energy and i want to share the ring with him and just see what we can create and i will be very very happy and proud of myself to train under this man and then to eventually get to fight this man and it would it would just be a milestone in my career like i started wrestling i started training under this man the master becomes the trainer the student becomes the teacher i get to fight matt matt fights me it's everything i want i finally get to see what he's made of and he gets to see what i'm made of right get to know each other better which is always good i think no, it's it's crazy. I mean, I always talk about it, too, that it's like I've been watching Matt for years before I even knew, like, H2O existed, uh, you know, to so see him, like, at so many different promotions, like, back then in the days, like, 10 years ago, you know, or whatever it is. It, it's crazy uh, that it's, like, to, nice to watch you guys, uh, you know, train under him and follow his steps. And, you know, it's really it's really cool. I don't know. I look at it very differently because I feel like I'm very close to H2O, so I have a different outlet than most people. Um, Matt, Matt is the man. I mean, he. I think he has four fights this week coming up. I think he's fighting Jimmy. He's fighting Hoodfoot. Mm-hmm. He's fighting Atticus. I think he got a tag team match on Sunday. He's crazy, man. <laughs> but this is what, isn't this what you guys are like yearning for? You guys want to be wrestlers and you want to be out there. And again, like, it's cool. Cause it's like, you know, you guys are young and you guys are still new into the business and to watch what you're going to be at that point later down the line. And you're watching someone like Matt, who's been in the business for so long. And it's like, even like me following other wrestlers that, you know, I'm fans of, it's like, okay, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the, the travel, it's like crazy. It's, it's, it's a lot, but this is what you signed up for, right? Like, <laughs> I like to think that, you know, as you just said, it is crazy. It's a lot. And it is what I signed up for. But I like to think that I'm easing my way into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being that type of being on mat level. See, you know, you can't start off all crazy, but at some point you got to get a little crazy if you want to make it somewhere crazy. Exactly. And. You know, I'm easing my way into it, and at some point down the line, I'm going to be that crazy. I may not be that crazy right now, but the whole goal is is a journey. I heard people say it all the time. Pro wrestling is a, um, what's the word? Sorry, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. um, And I'm willing to take that time and sacrifice that time to get better because I love it. Yeah, you don't want to burn out either so quickly as well because, again, you guys are young, uh, you know, so, like, when you guys are, like, even, like, my age, I mean, I'm a lot older than Matt, um, you know, then you, you start slowing down anyway. <laughs> but, like, um, you don't you don't want to do all that insanity where you burn out too quick that you can't do wrestling, where you see people, like, 
you know, I would have used like AJ Styles, who's in his 40s and he's still wrestling. And he had talked about it. I remember he had said that uh, he changed up um, a lot of his wrestling because of the fact that he's getting older. Um, you know, it's just it's just yeah. how it is. So you you, you want to do that uh, for you so you can have that long, you know, marathon, you know, for, for wrestling. Um, let me give you some love from the chat because there's a lot of things going on here. I love you guys. Mike says you're the future H2O champion. Uh, David Russell says, has Duncan done a soda review yet? Oh, you already know the soda review is coming. <laughs> I mean, gotta be honest. You got already got, just know it's coming. You know, we both like soda. He likes soda a lot. Um, but I don't, I don't like soda as much as he do, mm -hmm. but I, I drink it and I'll do it with him. I'll do whatever with Jeff. Mm -hmm. I don't care. And you know, the soda review is coming. Mm, okay. Did you have his soda? Yes. You did. It's good. <laughs> it's yeah. good. It's it's definitely good. I think I was in the building one of the days when he was selling it, and then I was like, I remember there was a video of I think it was Marcus Austin and Reed, and like I caught their review, their soda review. <laughs> I promise you, it's the only five dollars soda that I'll ever buy. I promise you. Okay. All right. Mm. Jess wants to know, have you done your homework on B-Boy yet? You should. Um, did I do my homework on B-Boy? Come on. <laughs> you know I'm doing my homework. And I told Jess, and you can tell Declan too, I ain't afraid of B-Boy and I ain't afraid. I know what I signed up for. I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid. I don't even have to do homework. I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. I'm ready for any situation that you put me in. Anything that you throw at me, I'm ready for it. I don't got to do homework because I'm not afraid. So he can bring it. He can bring all the action he wants. I don't know who he is. I ain't afraid. I don't care. Okay. All right. We're, we're going we're gonna to find out this Sunday. Um, so, you know, let me go back. Let me touch base with Destiny because it was huge. It was crazy. You know, if you guys, you know, haven't watched the Indie Talks episode, I was backstage doing, you know, interviews and, you know, it was, it was, a you know, a memory that will always stay with me and stuff like that. But I love to know like how your experience was being there, being in the ballpark, you know, like everything. Like I loved walking around and watching all you guys taking it all in before, fans came into the building so you guys were like randomly all over the stadium sitting places just watching and i think that was like one of my favorite parts of that day was to watch you guys all take it in yeah i mean that day was a really special moment you know for everybody and it's those moments in wrestling that you look for those moments that you can say man i mean my life is crazy and you do the super cool things, I mean, especially where a lot of us at H2O, where we didn't really start or came from anything anywhere really crazy. And you know what I mean? Especially where I started at. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I never thought I would end up being in a ballpark walking around and it'd be for wrestling. I never thought that. And that day I thought, man, I mean, I'm only a year in, if not a year and some change in. I'm in a ballpark in a baseball stadium about to help out for a wrestling event with uh, Onita, yeah. a deathmatch legend from Japan. And I've only been here a year, and I've done some crazy, and I've seen some crazy stuff. And I'm like, it's just been a year. 
Yeah. What happens five years from now? What what other crazy stuff am I going to see? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, that stuff like that gets me excited for my future and my career. Because, I mean, I'm already here now. And we're already here now. We're going to keep building. We're going to keep growing. That's what humans do. We keep evolving. So, yeah. I mean, I want to see how far we can go. And, you know, what what's this house going to look like when we're finished building it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 really great. Uh, Mike says you do the best promos. Wants you to know. Uh, so I like to ask this question: Do you have any pre-match rituals? Yes, pre-match ritual. What I like to do is I like to go around to everybody and mess with them. <laughs> I mess with them, and they get upset. It makes me laugh, and then when I'm laughing, it makes me ready. And I'm happy, I'm ready, and I'm ready to fight. That's what I do. Okay. All right. Well, beware of the locker room if you're going to be in the locker room. Just, you know, (laughs) pretty much. Especially, I love to mess with Big Red. Big Red, I love messing with Big Red. He kills me. He's so funny to mess with. Every time I'm nervous, I just go around, smack Big Red in the head a couple times, and I'm ready to wrestle. Damn. Damn. I see it. I see it. Um, okay, so I have a fan tweet from Good Cop, Bad Cop. He said, with Duncan Aleem being an anagram of made unclean, which wrestler at H2O is most likely to make the locker room unclean? Dang. You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's that guy. <laughs> like, Good Cop, Bad Cop. I'm going to say something. Someone's going to want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> wrestler would kind of make the locker room unclean well you got to keep in mind there's a lot of us back there from time to time i mean there's a lot of wrestlers well so sometimes the locker room is a little full and there's not a lot of space to put belongings around Mm -hmm. so you know we're able to clean it at night um it would have to be the person with the most stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i would probably go ahead as to say Scratch. <laughs> Damn it, Stretch. <laughs> Go make another Candy Cane Light 2 for me. Uh, There's so many things that he owns. It's crazy. He'll get you anything. Scratch will get you anything, man. He's awesome. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, question in the chat from David. Duncan, would you want to face AJ Gray? <laughs> already know I want to face AJ Gray. You know what I mean? That dude is a character. I want to fight him. He looks like he loves to throw it. And I love to throw it too. And I want to see him go to the very top of that ladder and try to jump off it again. Because I want to see what he got. Okay. All right. Maybe down the line. We'll see that. You never you That's never know. Match. The dream match is me and AJ Gray. We'll go head to head. I'll do it. Please. Let me do it. I'll do it. Stay tuned. Never know. So, what has been your favorite moment thus far? In wrestling? Yeah. For you. For me personally? For you personally. In ring or out of the ring? In ring. My favorite moment has to be when I beat Big Red the first time. He was there. That (laughs) celebration was legendary. 
All right, well, explain it to, like, the fans that weren't there and didn't see that match. I told Big Red before the match that I was going to beat him and I was going to embarrass him. He didn't believe me. So when I actually beat him, let me tell you something. I like to call Big Red Cheesecake. You know what I mean? Because he got the nice skin complexion for a nice yellow New York cheesecake. But when I beat Big Red... Let me tell you something. His face turned red as the devil's ass, and he looked like a strawberry shortcake cheesecake. And I've never seen him that mad before in my life. And it just, it entertained me. It truly entertained me. I'm kind of getting emotional about it. Because I like seeing Big Red when he's mad. I'm sorry. When Big Red gets hurt, it en- I enjoy it. So when I beat him, and I could tell that he was hurt personally, it just, I don't know, I just lost it, man. I mean, I saw the ref, I hugged him, I gave him the biggest hug I could give him. And we rolled it on the ground, and then everyone was cheering my name, America runs on Duncan. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not even a good guy, but it felt good to be cheered at that moment. And when I beat him, Man, it was amazing. My first ever win. Definitely my favorite moment. And then I got backstage and everyone loved the match. You guys seemed to enjoy it. It's my favorite moment, beating Big Red. I'll never forget that moment. It was it was uh it was a great match. Really, really great. Definitely. Yeah. I loved it so much that I think I wanna redo that. So Sunday, I'm gonna beat Big Red again. You're going to watch his face turn red as an apple. Watch. Damn. Are you going to bring him some cheesecake? Oh, yes. I'm going to get some for this B-boy, too. <laughs> I'm not sure if he likes cheesecake. I heard he's from CZW. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Chris Bradley's in the chat. What's up? He goes, is he putting me, is he putting me over yet? <laughs> brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Am I putting you over? You already know. Chris Bradley is the GOAT, baby. To the heavens. I love you, dog. <laughs> we just, I just got to see him this weekend at Steve Mack's 25th anniversary. Him and Rosh said Rocket. Shout out to you guys. Like, you guys killed it. Uh, you know, I can't wait for that to air on TV. It's fun. I try to... I try to support my H2O family, like, you know, wherever you guys go. I know. If I can't make it, I know about it, though. So, I support you guys. Chris Bradley. What? I met Chris. Chris, I met Chris when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And I'm going on 21 now, so it's crazy. I, I, it's, it really takes, it takes, sometimes I think back in all my friends that I'm in wrestling with now and how long I've known them mm-hmm. and why I love wrestling so much. It's really crazy. Okay, so Chris, since Chris Bradley's in the chat, he has me, he wants me to ask you a question, which I haven't done in a while on the Under the Rope series. Uh, everybody knows about my list of husbands. Uh, so he wants me to ask you for your top five list of wives in independent wrestling. <laughs> this is where you get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared now because I think I might actually get in trouble. <laughs> 
it's a fun list for anybody who doesn't know about the list of husbands or the list of wives it's just meant to be all good fun uh it could be like an attraction thing it could be because of their wrestling skills it could be anything it makes as a whole as a wrestler which makes attractive to make onto the list okay i'm gonna say some things i <laughs> you need a tissue here i think you need I'm to wipe your brow right now hold on let me let me wipe your brow all right i'm gonna name five people list list of wives that i wish i could have i'm gonna say this this is solely based on hypothetical mm -hmm. okay i'm not saying that if i say your girlfriend it doesn't mean that I want to get with them. It's just saying if you weren't around, <laughs> that I would be with that person. Listen, most of my, like, don't worry, don't worry. Again, my list of husbands, most of them are taken or married. But it's all good fun. So don't worry about it. Don't take it personal. It's fun. It's fun, okay? Yeah, don't take don't, it don't personal. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Okay, so give us the list. Number one. Marsha Slamovich. Okay. I saw her. I met her at Destiny. And she was a sight to see, man. That's all I can say. Number two, Casey Cattell. I love Casey Cattell. I love her. Number three, Kennedy Copeland. Yes. She did the... Let me tell you something about Kennedy Copeland. I want to say this. The first time I ever seen her wrestle, it was in some triple threat Sean show, I think. And I just remember this spot where Jimmy Lloyd took a fucking needle and stuck it through her mouth. Yeah. And I promise you, I've never seen a girl do anything that crazy in my life. So she gets to be on a list of wives. <laughs> Third one, we got Evelyn Sage okay. on Undiscovered. G. Raver's girlfriend. Now, I'm saying this. G. Raver, please don't come and stab me. Please. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> if I get stabbed because of you, I'm telling as a tell all, bro. I'm coming after you, dog. Um, that's that's four, right? Yeah. One more. Four. One more. You, Tiffany. I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> you. You gotta get the brownie points. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. This was this was great. Uh, Chris Bradley said, "Someone get his PR agent in here, stat." And <laughs> Chad Spectacular is in the chat. He's dying. <laughs> and uh, Chris Bradley, y'all gonna get me caught up, man? <laughs> oh my god, it's all good fun. Chris Bradley said, "Meat?" Question mark. No, not meat. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, and you guys oh, are. He carries diseases. Oh, wow! <laughs> Jeez. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna move forward. Okay, so another thing because you're new. Um, and again, like like I said, a lot of people might be tuning in, and I figured you know they're still learning about you. I love for you to tell everybody what your finisher is and what made you choose that. So, my finisher. I don't really have a name for it, but I call it the survivor's law. That's my name for it. What I do is I pick up the person in a, a full Nelson position, but I'm picking them up like this where their feet is off the ground. You get it? Mm -hmm. 
right? I pick them up like this. And then what I do is I grab the back of the head and then I slam them down face first. It's really cool. You should see it. I call that the survivor's law. I chose that finisher because it's the coolest thing I do. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. Like to, like I said, we're learning about you. Um, what's some goals that you have for 2022? Some goals? Mm-hmm. I'll be making it on to the main roster. Get my match with Matt. And then hopefully one day perform a hardcore match. Okay. The never seen before. Okay. How far are you going to go, though, your hardcore? Are you, like, ready for, like, full-blown death match? Or are you just hardcore, like, chairs and, you know, maybe some barbed wire? I don't know. No, no? Have some fun. Hey, wait, 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 you're not gonna cop out of this. So if somebody's coming at you, okay, and somebody's like, yo, Duncan, I want this death match with you. Like, I'm breaking out the glass. Like, did you see Casey Cattell and Jimmy Lloyd's death match? Casey Cattell, man, she goes hard. I know she goes hard. She a bad bitch. So, <laughs> that's. See? see, look at you. <laughs> you gave me caught up. You see? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just talking as the aspect of of deathmatch wrestling. Like, would you think? Would you? Is that like the thought? Like of like like stuff like that in deathmatch? Like that real like a million light tubes and you know glass? Is this something that you would consider later down the line? Uh, not a million. Not a million, maybe, but maybe like three, four. Okay. Maybe five. <laughs> Listen, shout out to like Jess and Rocket and um, Dylan McKay, who's like done like, you know, hardcore and Dylan just did his first death match. Um, you know, Especially kudos. Fun thing about Rocket, he was the first match I ever had. Uh, me and Rocket go way, way back, man. You can ask him yourself. Mm-hmm. And I, I was there for Rocky when he first started even even thinking about getting into wrestling. I was there. Yeah. And and I was able to see him grow from where he was when I first met him to where mm-hmm. he is now. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think he'd do a death match. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and watched him do a death match. And, I, and then he makes me believe that anything can happen. I mean, you know, he's a strong, strong dude, man. He's out here doing his thing. Yeah. So shout out to Rocket for sure for doing that death match. Yeah. That was a really tough thing to do. You guys make me freaking nervous though, okay? Like you make me nervous when you do this shit. I get it. But you guys are all my like kids, so it's like I yeah. I, I worry a little bit. So uh yeah. I get I get mad. <laughs> I know that. I, I get like it though. I get mad. I mean I love deathmatch wrestling. Um but, like, I bonded with the whole freaking H2O roster, so, like, I get I get nervous, you know? I was just talking to Ross about this the last show and them throwing chairs around, and I'm like, dude, like, I get nervous. I was like, even if I'm not there, I'm, like, sitting at home, like, watching all you guys, and it's like, I worry even if I'm not there because I bonded with all you guys, you know? So, but... You know, I still love my deathmatch wrestling. I'll get over it eventually, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ross and Bradley. They got this match coming up with Slack. Yeah. <laughs> with Slack. 
right? Yeah. And he's there fighting Schlack and Dan O'Hare. Yeah. That's his name, right? Uh, hey, Ryan, how are you? He's in the chat. I mean, yeah, you got tagged because, I mean, Duncan had some shit to say about you, you know? Like, no, Big Ray, I'm always talking shit about you, bro. Just You just got to accept it now. He's talking about the cheesecake thing again. Like, I swear, if there's not cheesecake in this match, I'm going to be offended. So, but, uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, you know, I have two final questions for you. If anybody else has anything to say into the chat, let me know. Um... Damn, damn the, the wow. Well, Chris is telling Red that he called you that you called him a bum. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> Chris Bradley's stitching on me. <laughs> Seriously, I thought you guys were friends. Um. Anyway, yeah. what's some things you like to do when you're not in the squared circle? Some things I like to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to read. I like to go kayaking. Sometimes I go hiking. Sometimes I go deep sea diving. Sometimes I go cliff jumping. Sometimes I go roller skating. Sometimes I go um, ice skating. Sometimes I, uh, you know what I mean? I like to stop by schools and, you know, teach kids. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Man of many, many traits there. Yeah. Um so I'm going to end it off with this question again, and then we'll go over what's coming up this weekend and all that fun stuff. And again, like I said, if anybody has any anything, drop it into the chat. Let me know. Uh, again, so we have a lot of, uh, you know, amateur inspiring wrestlers out there. And like, you you know, you're in the game a little bit. Uh, is there any piece of advice that you would give them? For the up-and-coming young wrestlers? Yeah, for the or the ones that are thinking about getting into wrestling. Let me tell you something. If you want to do this... You better love this shit. If you don't love it, you will find out. You can't do this unless you love this shit. And I mean love. I believe that. I believe that. Definitely 100% on that. So, because I've heard plenty of stories. But, um, yeah, so you have a very busy weekend this weekend. So... Are you ready? Are you ready for the weekend? I mean, I found out that I had a busy weekend yesterday. I mean, Matt told me about this match. I didn't know it was happening. Uh, so it came, it, it came up on me. It snuck up on me last second. But you know what? Things like this happen. Life happens. I ain't afraid. I'm actually excited. I've been on cloud nine this whole week because I am excited for this weekend and I haven't felt like this in a long time. So I can't wait. I'm giving it my all this weekend is time. I'm going to be there. I'm showing up and I'm showing up, baby. Yeah. So again, so this weekend, night two, Saturday, you're wrestling Christian Robinson. He's been on this podcast. You can check out that interview with him. Uh, you know, he's really fast. So... Are you he's really in the pocket though? No. Mm, nah, but he's yeah, he's another flippy freaking guy and I love it. Uh how to deal with those flippy dudes. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right. All right. So definitely like you can still get your tickets if you guys want to go down to the show uh please. this Saturday. Please come down. Please come support H2O. Uh please, please come out to show and show. I mean yeah. he tries so hard to put on a really, really he good show. He puts on the great shows and I'm always gonna sit here and I'm always gonna praise Sean. You know, his shows are not I'm not saying like that there are but it's like, you know, when you talk as like Sean shows as a whole 
Like, he's got a great eye at what he puts the competition-wise together. And it's like, even if you might not know the name, you're going to know the name uh, that comes into H2O. And that's what I really like about Sean Shows. I talk about this all the time, even with him. Um, I've learned about a lot of wrestlers that I didn't even know existed because of Sean. So that's the great thing about Sean. So he does work hard, and every show is so good. So, again, if you can't make it down... Uh, to the H2O building, please feel free. We'll watch it on IWTV. Those will be live. So there you got night one on Friday, 8 o'clock, and night two is at 3 o'clock p.m. So, and then if you guys are going to GCW as well, you can still make it. I'm doing it. So I'm going over to H2O to Sean's show, and then I'm heading over to GCW that night. So, uh, good times. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to this match. I'm so glad that you and Christian are going to get into the ring first time uh, ever, which is going to be great. So, Good luck with that. And then we're going to touch base about again with Sunday in the showboat. I mean, this is so exciting. The second time that H2O is running in the showboat. So you ready? Last <laughs> year, um, I think it was Hustle Mania. They mm-hmm. ran. No, it was Hustle Palooza. Hustle Palooza, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was there basically doing security. And I mean, I was in awe. I mean, I was just begging, wishing I got to watch my boys. You know, Chris Bailey and Ross get to wrestle in the showboat. And you know what I mean? I got to see all the my peers, my students, my fellow students, my brothers in arms got to wrestle. And it, I was just, I wanted to be, they all inspired me. So, and I'm just, I'm shooting right now. Basically, getting to wrestle in the showboat is uh, something that, um, that a lot of wrestlers, especially local to New Jersey, want to do. Right. Especially for... Because of the uh, notoriety, I think I said that real right, right? The yeah. Notar- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of how famous it is. Um, so getting this opportunity to wrestle in the showboat to say that I had an interest in the showboat, I performed in the showboat, I performed in Atlantic City, performed in a hotel, just to be able to get down in my belt has been overwhelming. So this uh, this weekend might be the best weekend of my life. Yeah, so hopefully I will be there. I'll be backstage. I'll get to cover it. So maybe we could get like your initial reaction, taking it all in. Um, So again, like you said, you weren't wrestling last show at, you know, the at the showboat. But now you're going to be there and you're going to see and there's going to be a bunch of new fans because you're going to also get some of the GCW fans coming down to hang out and people that are flying in. Um, that might not have flown into H2O as well. So that's, you know, it's going to be a cool moment for you guys. So really, really excited for the people that weren't on that last one that are actually going to be out on this one. Shout out to Anthrax. He's another one. Uh, he didn't wrestle the last one because he had a broken leg. Uh, so he gets the show out too. So, but um, yeah, so I mean, pretty much, I think, uh, you know, we're going to wrap this up. Tell everybody where they could find and support you. You can look me up on uh, Twitter. You can type in the Soul Survivor. I promise you I'll come up. Um, or you can type in uh, at Duncan underscore Aleem H2O. I think on Twitter is at Duncan Aleem underscore H2O. Mm-hmm. And I think on Instagram is at Duncan underscore Aleem H2O. And on Facebook, you can just type in Duncan Aleem. Or you can just type in my real name. I'm pretty sure they're so close together. <laughs> but mm-hmm. basically, uh, yeah. And then you could just type Duncan Aleem on Google and it will come up. I promise you. <laughs> Duncan Aleem on Google. All my socials will come up. 
Yeah, so give him a follow. All those links are in the description below. So, but Duncan, thank you so much for coming on, chatting with us a little bit. We'll get to know you a little bit better. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'll see ya. I'll get you backstage. We'll have some fun. Thank you, thank you Tiffany. I enjoyed our little date. I hope <laughs> you did too. Um, basically, and thank you for letting me on your podcast i actually appreciate it thank you absolutely i'm so glad that uh we got to chat a little bit so but guys thank you so much for tuning in again you can watch all this stuff on iwtv if you want to learn more about duncan go definitely go into the iwtv app type it in you'll find matches all that fun stuff and like i said sean's shows will be live on iwtv this weekend make sure you're watching the underrateds on sundays and uh look out for the sunday show if you're not going to be able to make it but come down come down come down to the show vote so anyway uh oh. <laughs> but guys thank you again so much uh it's been a pleasure next week i will be back on to the interview scene mike burn is coming on becca's coming on kylon king's coming on such exciting and then i'm going to be dropping some more uh you know backstage interviews at the indie talks episode so but uh you guys know the drill stay safe support independent wrestling and we'll talk to you guys soon have a good night yeah,